And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. And with the help of the Lord, using 2 Peter chapter 1 and these three verses, I would like to start a series of Bible studies on faith forward. Faith forward. And it's on the front of the church card for this year. Our faith is designed to move forward. And uh, so... Speaking of moving forward, this man's driving down a country road, probably in Florida, going 45 miles an hour, and suddenly he notices a chicken running next to his car. And he couldn't believe his eyes. How could a chicken run so fast? So he speeds up to 60, and the chicken speeds up to 60 miles an hour. After a few few seconds, he he just can't believe his eyes. So... He shakes his head, looks back, and suddenly the chicken is gone, like nowhere to be seen. So he looks around, and then one more thing he notices about the chicken. Uh, he looks ahead, and there are, there are a few other chickens around. He notices something. They're not moving. They have three legs. So he's like, no way. There's like a nuclear site around here or something. So... The chickens begin to run as he drives up and he turns down this driveway and out there's a farmer. And so he goes up to the farmer. He asks, said, farmer, I, you're not going to believe this. I saw a chicken and it was next to my car. It had three legs. And the farmer said, oh yeah, we know. Uh, he said, you know this? He said, yeah, I breed Three-legged chickens. I mean, do you like chicken legs? Everyone likes chicken legs, right? Of course I like chicken legs. He says, so I figure two chicken legs are good. If you get a third one, that's more chicken legs. You could sell more chicken. And uh, the man scratches his head and said, okay. I, you know, how's the taste though? I mean, with the third leg and all. Farmer says, I don't know. We haven't caught one yet. (laughs) The word disciple, if you look in the Greek, comes from the word that we get mathematics from. It's this big, long Greek word. But leaders in God are learners. And God wants us to learn math. So why is math important? Well, if you ever run a business and don't keep a budget... You'll be in trouble. Jesus actually said that we are to count the cost. Before you start something, count the cost. So Jesus is in to math. Did not Jesus say, what what shall it uh, profit a man? If he gain the whole world and lose his soul. So God is into addition and subtraction. And... uh, This set of character 
qualities. And you might be looking through it and go, oh, this is easy. I don't need this Bible study. I got this. You know, so it's like, next. Well, I don't. I'm still working on it myself. And I heard a man say this, and I'd like to pass it on because it kind of impacted my life. But uh, when you come to Jesus Christ, there's a change. There's a change in your life. And one of the constants of being a Christian is change. We just keep changing and being conformed into the image of Christ. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lifetime effort. You know, it takes a moment to make a Christian, but I've heard it takes a real lifetime to develop a saint. It's two different things. And I heard a man say, he said, when was the last time that you made a change in your life? And I was like, mm, that's pretty good. And just, you know, one of those questions that sits with you. And there are, three, there are three things. This is kind of the introduction because I'd like to use a Bible study to go over each one of these character qualities that God has for us. But in the introduction, we want to look at three things. So the first thing in having your faith move forward, <laughs> verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. If you'll notice in verse 5, all of the precious promises, all of the uh, exceeding great and precious promises that God speaks about in the previous verse, they come to us through the conduit of faith. You have to start. And you know, that's like, oh, preacher, that's really... Have you ever heard the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step? Say, preacher, but I'm going to start with the second step. It's impossible, right? You need to start with the first step. You know, say, it's impossible to do the extra mile until we do the first mile. There was a uh, very, like a, one of those viral videos about a former Navy SEAL admiral. And he said, first, make your bed. So make my bed? Well, what does that have to do with anything else? And he said, well, it's the first thing in the day. You've actually done something productive. And he said, nothing else goes right in the day. You'll at least come back and you'll have your bed made. But he was talking about doing something. First, preacher, I need to go home and make my bed right now. So first, make your bed. <laughs> Break your bed. Actually, that happened to my daughter. I'm like, oh, that just is jumping from her trampoline to her bed. So she broke her bed. It's possible to break your bed. So we just flipped it around so the broken part is on the inside. She doesn't weigh much if she's not hurtling through the air, okay? But this list supposes if we start somewhere, the Bible presupposes we're believers because it says add to our faith. We have to start with faith. That's how Christians start. Uh, and faith begins to move us. See, first faith will move us. I remember when I went to uh, a service and the preacher was preaching. And uh, it says in Romans chapter 10 and verses 8, 9, and 10, I don't remember the words that the preacher preached. He must have been preaching the gospel, okay? So let me read this. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. He was preaching, no doubt, something about having faith in Jesus Christ. And it began to move my heart. And at the end of the service, here I was 
inviting Christ into my heart after much deliberation. And it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So there's a deliverance or a change when faith is preached. And then it said, for with the heart man believeth or has faith unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. But you see, faith will do something in us, and then it will begin to produce fruit in our lives. James in chapter 5, in verse 15, it said, and the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Not the prayer, but the prayer of Faith. Faith will begin to bring fruit into your life. And uh, someone as young as my daughter said, I just prayed for that. And when something would happen, she'll just say, I just been praying for that. I'm like, wow. I mean, I didn't grow up like that. I didn't grow up praying for everything. But guess what? Prayer will bring results. I remember when my daughter was about two, pre-COVID, okay? There's BC is before Christ and BC is before COVID, right? So years ago, they used to give out cookies at Winn-Dixie. And they were behind the, like the donut area. So, and we'd be at Winn-Dixie shopping for something. And so my daughter knew where the cookies were, but the attendant, the employee had to get the cookie because they were behind the counter. You couldn't just grab one. And so there was no one there. And my daughter's like, Daddy, there's nobody there. And I said, why don't you pray? that someone walks back there. You know how hard it is to find an employee when you need one? Okay. Well, I said, why don't you pray? And I left it up to her. And I don't know if she prayed audibly, whatever, but someone walked back in there. And I was like, no. You know, it's just like, it does work. And so she got her cookie. And prayer will produce fruit. When we take our faith forward, it'll produce fruit you'll see a change. It'll change you on the inside. There's a, there's a chorus that says, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. It made me think of another thing. I'm not going to say it, but then, then your faith... Well, yes, I will, but I won't say what it is. So we were singing... Um, we were singing this chorus, the way I used to do, I don't do that anymore. And it, it, it's a bunch of different, different actions and what you used to do and then what you do. And there was a, a lady and her daughter that were coming to church. And there are a bunch of different chorus lines here about old methods of behavior and new methods of behavior. And uh, she said to her mommy, she said, well, mommy, you still do that. And she said, I didn't sing that part. <laughs> But you know what? God God continued working on her. God works on people. And that faith changes. And guess what? Her daughter saw it. And her daughter saw when she changed. Amen. And her, you know, praise God. You have an effect on your kids. So, but then your faith will move others. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7 to 8, Believe it or not, you're affecting others by your faith. Remember them which have the rule over you. Who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow. 
He's, they don't say follow their position or follow some preacher with a, you know, a, a name tag or a title or a business card, most great reverend bishop. You know, it, All of these titles aren't what you follow. You follow someone's faith. See someone who has a great faith, follow that faith. And it says, considering, considering the end of their conversation. Then it says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we start with faith. And it might seem like a small thing, but you know what? I know that it's harder to keep going than it is to start. You know, a lot of us start diets and we don't finish them. A lot of us start reading a book, don't finish it. You know, if you want to give someone, you know what happens when you give someone a book a lot of times? It gets thrown off into some, it might pop up a year later, but it, it goes to be a doorstop or something like that. But pick up a book and start. So I only got a few pages into it. You got to start somewhere. If you're going to start a diet, if you're going to start saving money, man, start. And that, that, that thing is with the word of God, there has to be a start, a beginning. If you're going to, uh, you know, work on your marriage or something, start. Like this one preacher, I heard that he would bring his wife flowers <laughs> from the graveyard. <laughs> you know how people leave them on the, the tombs or whatever. <laughs> They throw them in the trash too, but they're still good. So the, the workers will gather them up. And so I don't know if he just picked them out of the trash, but I don't know. Okay, right. Anyway, so I guess it's a start, right? So that was dead on arrival, right? Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, that I, I was teaching a math class to uh, a unicorn, a ghost, and a troll. And they were learning their, like, numbers and addition. And so out of the unicorn... The ghost and the troll, which do you think was the best student? No? Really? The ghost. You know why? It's the spirit that counts. <laughs> the Bible says the next thing is <laughs> we start. You got to start. And you know what? And, you know, reading your Bible. Start. Well, I haven't started this year. Start. You know, just start. Start now. Start today. And then the second thing is by adding. By addition. It's the spirit that counts, right? Giving all diligence. You know it's hard to change. And the Bible knows it's hard to change. Say, well, I tried. You know, look. If the house is on fire, I'm not going to try to get out of the house. I will jump out of the second story window, okay? I don't care if there's a mattress down there or something, ready or not. Here I come, okay? But it says giving all diligence. Now, I'm not talking about like giving money. You know, I'm not talking about paying tithe. That's just not stealing, okay? But giving is really a beginning. When we give it all, give all of our heart, and you ever heard someone say, you know, Put 100% into it. You ever heard someone say put 110% into it? You can't do that, right? But put 100%, give all diligence. You know, and say, uh, you know, like uh, my daughter doesn't get up very fast in the morning, okay? Not like an Olympic sprinter. So what do we do? We compensate. We put some effort into it. What? Get your clothes out, lay your clothes out, pack your backpack, you know, get your work done, put your work away. Why? Because we have to put some effort into this 
because mornings can be chaotic in some households, right? So you remove a lot of these steps and simplify it with what? Diligence. Putting that effort forward. You know, um, and it's a real blessing. You'd be surprised when you put give all diligence what you can do in five minutes. Five minutes. Cleaning up the kitchen. Put a song on on YouTube and, and wash the dishes. It'll probably take you five minutes. It won't take 30. Now, if you left the dishes in there for two months, it might take a little longer, right? You just stick them underneath the, the sink. You're like, I just don't want to look at them, right? And <laughs> they keep growing and growing. But giving all diligence. Brethren, you can do amazing things. God said this because great things are possible when we put not only our mind, but our heart into something. Amen. So there are, there are seven character qualities that God uh, had the apostle Peter write down here. And it's interesting if you look at them, they're, they're uh, kind of like they're steps, but they're consecutive. You don't just kind of throw one in. Remember that song? First comes love, then comes marriage. No, you never sang that? Then comes the baby in the baby carriage. It was in order, right? First comes the baby, then comes love, then comes... No, you'd be like, that's wrong. Even like a five-year-old would know that, right? So these are in order as well. It says that they come in a certain order. This little boy said to his parents, I, didn't, I wasn't there, but he's a preacher now. But he said, Mom! How come I wasn't in your wedding picture? <laughs> so, he was mad too. But notice the order. Virtue. Now the first five are towards ourself. Isn't that something? You know who the hardest person to lead is? My wife. No, yourself. <laughs> the hardest person to lead is yourself. So five out of the seven character qualities deal with the person in the mirror, right? Like Michael Jackson sang about the man in the mirror. I'm trying to get him to change his ways. And that's exactly how it is. Isn't that the lyrics? And, and, and then that is just, you know, you just got to get that man in the mirror to change their ways. And God devotes the bulk of it. Man, if I can change me. You know, honestly, the things that annoy us about and in other people are things that perhaps we are struggling with ourselves. Honey, I can't believe you didn't have dinner ready. And then she's like, I can't believe you didn't have your Bible study ready. <laughs> so, but you know what? There's both. No, we don't go back and forth like that. But it's true. If someone doesn't do something that you like, Let's look at ourselves and realize, wait a second, is that something that I have a problem and I'm growing on? Maybe I need to give them a grace sandwich for dinner instead of uh, tearing them up and focus on fixing it myself because I don't like it seeing displayed in others when I'm doing it myself. And I have to realize that. So the first one, notice the first order of business. 
And it says, add to your faith. God never saves us to have a stop. He saves us to go. Take your faith forward. Moses, like, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Said, Lord said, don't cry to me. Speak to the people that they move forward. I want people, and look, there's a sea out there. And Moses just stretched forth his rod, and the sea parted, uh, and they walked through on dry ground. God wants us to move forward. And you might think it's impossible, but, but read the accounts and the word of God. It's possible. God makes the impossible possible for all things are possible with God. The first thing, just really quickly, I'm going to go over these one at a time in greater depth. The first thing is you add to your faith virtue. Is that like patience is a virtue? No. Virtue is basically moral excellence. Now, it'd be nice if it just kind of like rained down on you. Like I have two girls, I live with two girls. One is my wife and one is my daughter, just in case people have any you know, thoughts on that. But uh, there's glitter in my house. There's glitter in the shower. I mean, there's glitter like in the bathroom. There's glitter in my daughter's dresses. Glitter just migrates, okay? <laughs> Glitter, I mean, you could probably follow a piece of glitter, like the, like, where's George on the dollar bills, and it goes all the way around the world. You could probably take a piece of glitter all the way around the world, okay? Virtue's not like glitter. It doesn't just kind of descend everywhere, like a glitter bomb, like, oh, Jesus saved me. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's the true scripture, but we have to give all diligence to make that Excellence. It's just moral excellence is what it is. Isn't that like Bill and Ted, be excellent? Well, that's exactly what God said. Begin to be excellent in different parts of your life. Be excellent in the things that you do. Now, God gives us the capability, but God doesn't all of a sudden change us. God says, give all diligence. I'm going to give you the faith in me. You exercise that faith and add excellence to your life. Add virtue. And then the next thing, once you've added that excellence, don't stop there. Add knowledge. Well, you mean like uh, knowledge of the history of the world? No, that's not what it's talking about. Not a bad thing to read, okay? I like to read. But the knowledge of God, that we grow in Christ. The Bible said, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, to him be glory both now and forever. Grow in the knowledge of God. How are you going to do that? Right here. You read this thing, you will grow in the knowledge of God. You know, if you meet someone, they're like, um, they're like, hey, uh, why are you so happy? Well, I'm falling in love with this man. They're like, oh, great. Um, what's his name? Oh, I don't know. His name is like the birds singing. That's his name. He's just so wonderful. You, you don't know his name? No, but it's just like, he's like sunshine. Oh, okay. Well, where does he live? Oh, I don't want to put him in a box or anything. That's not so important. Well, what kind of things does he like? Oh, he, he's just in everything and he's my everything. You know, a lot of people treat God like that. They have no idea what God is like. What's his name? Where does he live? What's he like? It's right in the word of God. You can add, and people might get all emotional about God, but you look at them and you're like, they have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, it makes a good show. It might make a good TikTok video, but 
You need to know that thus saith the word of the Lord. Jesus operates within this. And that's why you'll be able to identify things. There are identifying features that you can pick out in believers. Why? Because they'll match up to the word of God. And you know, there's different, they're called tells. Have you ever seen a tell before where someone does something that indicates a certain behavior that indicates something about them? I was in a, a bank some years ago and today, but this is years ago. And uh, it's a lady who has the same name as my mom, Marjorie. So I said, hey, mom. She's, she's Filipina, so she's not my mom. But uh, I said, hey, mom. And uh, she, she kind of, uh, I said, when's the baby due? And she goes, she looks at me like, now, don't ask a woman if she's pregnant unless you're really sure, okay? And please, don't try this at home, kids. This was done by a trained professional, okay? <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, how did you know? How did you know I was pregnant? Well, women that are pregnant, sometimes they kind of, she, did, she wasn't showing. She was a very trim lady, but they kind of like, rub their belly with this kind of this like certain look because the baby's probably moving or something but it's a tiny little thing and she did that kind of that like mm. now if it was gas i'd be in trouble okay I was, but but she was pregnant there are tells and you know the word of god will also be able to show you other people too it shows sincerity it shows we line up with the word of god and then you add to that knowledge you add Temperance. Oh, what is that? Restraint of the appetites. Amen. Very difficult. But then you can add. After that, you add patience because you know that you need patience, right? When you're dealing with temperance. That's the ability to deal with punishment from people or circumstances without losing one's temper. Because before that is temperance. You know how they temper steel? Get it really hot. Get it really cold. Beat on it. Get it really hot. Get it really cold. Beat on it. That's exactly how you temper steel. You make it strong. And that's how it seems like we go through life too, right? Hot, cold, hot, cold. And I don't even have, uh, what do they call that? Menopause, right? It's like a spiritual menopause. You get hot, then you get cold. Then you get hot, then you get cold. I don't think that makes you any tougher. But after that, you add godliness. Proper fear, reverence towards God. It begins to transform our behavior in all of our relationships. And then, then after we've done these things inside, then we can move outside. Those are all personal works. And then we add brotherly kindness, which is love at home, like loving like a brother, right? Love at church. And then add to that Charity. We begin to show it to everyone outside of our circle, to a complete stranger, to our quote-unquote neighbors in the world. Everyone's a neighbor. So, uh, you know, if you, you have a 24-hour day and you get, get really busy, if you add things, let me point out that you'll probably need to subtract some things from your life if you're going to add them spiritually and physically. And I've done that. One of the things that I really did, I used to watch... TV in bed. I don't have a TV. I'd watch my phone. I'd lay down and an hour later, you know, <laughs> I'm YouTubing or something, not intertubing, but YouTubing. And then, wow, where did that hour go? It's like 12 o'clock. And so I, I implemented something and you can put this under temperance or whatever. 
that, and my wife can justify it, when I get in bed, I don't watch my phone. I mean, I watch my phone sitting down or something like that, but basically, isn't that true? Because I, I, I use the bed for sleeping. What a thought, right? <laughs> but you know why I did that? Because I like to get up early, so I need to get to bed and get my sleep. If you want to start nutrition, diet, weight loss, sleep is a big, big part of it. So I something had to go. And now I like watching cool stuff, but guess what? I just have to find another way. And when I get in bed, I go to bed. Amen. So the la- I'm out of time. So the last thing, by being fruitful, by being intentional. So our faith moves forward. We have an intent, you know, life's intense. We might as well get something out of it, right? Don't just live an intense life. Live an intentional life. Notice what it says in the next verses after the ones I read for the Bible study. For if these things, those seven qualities, be in you and abound, they make you, that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord. You know, it's an amazing thing. Jesus Christ declared unto us, he said, you've not chosen me, but I've chosen you, ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. And he said that in John chapter 15 and verse 16, and then in verse 17, he said, these things I command you that ye love one another.